0: Number 96, we're four from 100.
1: Eek. Okay, so today, I've let Kurt be the smart one for the last couple. You know, get have got to rub the ego a little bit.
0: I feel way better.
1: <laughs> but this article, I chose per- you know specifically because of patients I've seen recently, um, in my new world. So this article that I really went through in depth, and then we'll have a follow up one in a couple of days. We're gonna throw an extra early one. It's gonna also kind of be on the same theme, but it's about patients who come in and you know you've prescribed the buprenorphine naloxone or i.e. the Suboxone dual product, and they have some type of adverse effect or side effect or what have you and then you're in that conundrum of do i prescribe the straight buprenorphine product i use the subutex for their opioid use disorder or what do you do and that's a huge topic um
0: it's massive
1: it's huge and again like we said a few weeks ago i think as over time in in my addiction world career i think my my thought process on this has changed a lot, too. But anyway, so there was this article by a Dr. Lucina Grande. Grande. Grande, Journal okay. of Addiction Medicine, also from just recently, t- beginning of 2022. And so, you know, kind of started off with that whole being on MOUD in general. So we're going to go way back. So being on Suboxone, Subutex, any of that, MO, any MOUD, well, I shouldn't say any because it's just we're looking at the buprenorphine products Greater than 50% decreased mortality, straight off the bat, regardless of anything else versus not being on anything.
0: So you're trying to tell me bup saves
1: lives. (laughs) And we can end this podcast. Okay. Less than two minutes in. Anyway. We're done. The mono product. So there's a lot of issues with just going to the plain buprenorphine product. And it's not just issues of... What should we do? There's actually guidelines out there that can create issues. Insurance can create issues. So we're going to kind of run through some of these and the risks associated. But again, before that, we're going to kind of go through that. And one of the things I loved about this article is in all of her review, she went through and made the blanket statement after doing a lot of different reviews that buprenorphine versus methadone, there's actually advantage to being on any buprenorphine product, whether it's subutex, over methadone,
0: really? Yes, and a lot of people would say it's pretty even because retention for methadone clinics is better,
1: right? But the newer studies, Ugh. it is slightly better than methadone at this point. So both of the products, the mono product and the combo product, um, were approved in two thousand two, same time. So mm. the problem is, is the suboxone, the buprenorphine slash naloxone. <laughs> had you know frequent adverse effects um actually and it's it's shown in the literature it's shown even when it got approved but super commonly nausea at least initially abdominal pain vomiting heartburn headaches occasionally hyperhidrosis i've never seen a person sweat more
0: uh i have you one i've had one person call me about that and then the person was sweaty
1: interesting Yes. And then fatigue and insomnia. And what I found personally was some of these, especially the fatigue, insomnia, and headaches, if I drop their dose just a hair, it goes away.
0: Mm, it's funny because I have those things and I'm not on any meds.
1: It's called menopause. <laughs> 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 okay, so it's it's interesting because you look at these, and I think as a prescriber, you're like, oh, nausea, vomit, you're fine. You know, like it's it's beats... You just Overdose figure if you ignore it,
0: it, it'll go away. It'll go away. But it doesn't.
1: Or you lower the dose a little bit, or you kind of do little things, like don't swallow it as soon, and you kind of push it off. And that's, I'll be honest, a couple of years ago, that's kind of what I did. I tried to just like, oh, you're fine. Right? Yeah. I mean, can you acknowledge you did the same thing? Yeah, I mean, I think that,
0: <laughs> you know, you have to understand that although it's a partial opioid, all the opioids have similar side effects. And mm-hmm. these, how could you expect that we would get zero
1: Right. Pretty and I would always take the mentality of as didn't that happen with your heroin like, you know, and mm-hmm. most patients could like deal with it cuz it was still better than using. Yep. So actually the official guideline from ASAM, the American Society of Addiction Medicine.
0: Oh, is that and what And I is? don't know if
1: you know this official guideline cuz I didn't I guess know it specifically. I probably is that do. Obviously you should do the buprenorphine mono product, at least their guideline says for pregnancy, which Again, most pregnant patients are going to stay on the combo product, the Suboxone. They also say the guideline is you should be in the buprenorphine model product if you're transitioning a patient from methadone to buprenorphine, Mm. which they're literally, in this huge review, there is no basis for that because I've personally even never done that. I've always just gone right to the Suboxone.
0: Yeah, especially since the, you know, the Naloxone is destroyed. Right. I don't, I don't get that, but okay. So.
1: The guideline, though, this is where it like, hmm, mm. is that if a patient is intolerable, like they cannot get through the adverse effects or they're, they're intoler- the intolerant.
0: Well, you mean intolerant?
1: No, they actually said intolerable in the article. Oh. But yes, if they're intolerant to the combo product, the Suboxone product, the actual next step of action shouldn't be going to the buprenorphine solo product. It should be going back to methadone or to methadone.
0: Mm. It's funny because we have both had people that went to Subutex and were fine.
1: Right. But isn't that weird that that's what the ASAM guideline is? Mm. And this is an article published just like five minutes ago. So
0: we'll call them tomorrow.
1: The other, it's actually, yes. So the other barrier is the prior off issue for the buprenorphine mono product is much harder because insurance doesn't want to pay for the buprenorphine mono product, i.e., the Subutex, because of the fear of misuse. Misuse. Uh,
0: it's not really their concern, it's ours. Right. Right.
1: So there, there was one clinic system that, did a trial on this. Like, what happens if we don't make it difficult for a patient to get on the mono product if they have adverse effects? So they looked at this. So they were able to switch a patient who was on the combo product over to the mono product if they had side effects, adverse effects. Um, and what they found is that there were 36 more pregnant patients seen in that clinic mm. because of the mono product. Like, patients didn't go in because of fear or whatever. So they had 36 more patients just being pregnant. Because of the mono product, I found it a little vague because it was like, did they not come in before because of XYZ? But either way, they had that. But they also had 41 new patients on MOUD because they were able to switch to the mono product versus discontinuing. Wow. And what they found is in these patients, these 41 patient, 90% success rate. So 37 of the 41 did... Maintained their recovery with follow up urines, follow up like longevity and follow ups by being on the mono product versus shutting them off and they go away, they go away, and who knows what happens and to reuse. them. Mm-hmm. So, then there was this whole discussion on the naloxone because, like you mentioned a second ago, the naloxone gets destroyed, it doesn't get absorbed. Yep, that's the theory. It's that's not the actually theory. 100% true. What so you know, we say that like the naloxone component in the combo product is to prevent the melting, injecting that, you know, misuse of the buprenorphine product.
0: Seems reasonable.
1: Yes. We have anecdotally seen in the past though, people have an abnormal urine drug screen and that's come back for positive for naloxone.
0: Not that often, but not we've that seen often, it.
1: but we've seen it and we've questioned it. And there's always been kind of some vague answers and, my first thought when a patient comes in and says they have nausea and vomiting with the combo product is you're swallowing it too soon. Like you're mm-hmm. not letting it absorb sublingually, you're swallowing it too soon, so you're getting some of that naloxone. So naloxone is absorbed orally a tiny little bit, like sublingually, I should say, mm. but it's ridiculously lipid soluble. So it doesn't show up in the plasma and the urine because it's so lipid-soluble, it goes right to the CNS. So mm. when it does get absorbed a little bit, it goes to the CNS, like 10 times higher concentration in the CNS than in the plasma, which is why you don't see it in the urine drug screen because it's at such low concentrations, but it's a little bit higher in the CNS.
0: Well, you've got a very small head and small brain, so <laughs> would as would would, would much of this
1: Sufficient. end up in your head? No, but I find this very interesting because... The studies right now, it's, it's hard to know the clinical significance of this tiny little bit that's absorbed because okay. it doesn't show up in the plasma or in the urine, but could it have impact creating some of these side effects?
0: So you're suggesting brain biopsy to check the levels? or
1: <laughs> I'm not suggesting anything except don't discontinue people because of their adverse effects and send them on the street, like yep. go to the monoproduct. Um, what they found is that people who self-discontinue the Suboxone, the dual product because of the side effects actually have ridiculously high mortality in the first few weeks. duh.
0: Yeah. Okay, understandable.
1: So they looked at it in this article the different risks of what are the risks of going to the monoproduct versus going to methadone versus going staying on the dual product. The suspense is killing I me. I know, right? Tell so me. there's there's patient risk, there's prescriber's risks, and there's society risks. They looked at all of these of going to the monoproduct. Hmm. So the monoproduct, the patient risk is the diversion of buprenorphine, which is what everybody fears is that you're going to sell the, the monoproduct, the Subutex. And obviously, if it's a per, like me as a person on Subutex selling it, then there's legal issues, employment issues, all of those things. Hmm. If I were to inject my own monoproduct, I can get cellulitis, endocarditis, hepatitis C, and all the normal infections that you get from injecting drugs.
0: But they don't overdose that often.
1: Correct. The overdose of any buprenorphine product is crazy low. Yep. So they looked in studies from 2002 to 2013 at every single overdose of any buprenorphine product, whether it was Subutex or Suboxone, this is the mono or byproduct,
0: Let me guess. It was super low.
1: Super low. Fewer than two percent of all opioid overdoses had any buprenorphine on board, Mm. and it was so low that they can't even separate the mono product from the combo product. Wow. So really, the overdose first. Nobody says that buprenorphine is their drug of choice. Like they like. We can't even study this because it's so low. Mm. So.
0: But as a prescriber.
1: As a prescriber, what what's my thought? Your risk Uh. first. Some prescribers think, well, I can't do the monoproduct because of the whole Hippocratic Oath of do no harm. And so it's the fear of my patient's going to take their monoproduct, i.e. the plain buprenorphine, they're going to sell it for heroin, and then they're going to overdose and die, and that's on me. Mm. But the reality is, is that can happen with Suboxone too. Correct. Right. And so it's really just back to the careful monitoring and, you know, patient-centered care and actually caring about your patient as a prescriber.
0: Yeah, or
1: or again, can, this whole outside guidelines thing. Th- oops, or sorry,
0: jeez, bug deafened me. Or you can switch to sub. You know, something injectable.
1: You can sublocate. And the other issue, this whole no harm, isn't as a prescriber is the guideline says if they don't tolerate the combo product, switch to methadone. The problem is, is let's think about methadone accessibility.
0: Yeah. In so Minnesota? now not if, so great. if
1: I live where I live in the middle of Nowhereville, Minnesota, and my patient doesn't tolerate Suboxone like the patient I had recently, and I'm like, sorry, you need to go to methadone. Now there's no accessibility, and this person's not going to be able to go to that methadone clinic. Yep. They can't go back to their job that they've been doing. And so really, as a physician, do no harm is switching them to the buprenorphine product. Okay. Yep. Next one, society risk. Uh. This is, again— Is diversion the risk? <laughs> back to the whole just diversion guessing. thing. That's what society fears, but really it can happen with both. Um, plain buprenorphine does have a slightly higher street value.
0: But remember, we just looked at this data, and this isn't in your talk, but we we talk about this often, that when people divert their suboxone—
1: It is. It's, it's the next part of my
0: talk. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm ahead of the curve.
1: First well, time ever. I
0: will just hold my tongue.
1: You can finish your statement and then I'll give the numbers. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, the the reality is that kind of the theory was that roughly 70% of people used it correctly or it was used by whom it was given to correctly.
1: We've always quoted that because that is what we have always been taught. And actually, I loved this. I love this. I love this. And I actually quoted the actual article. uh, Oh, Cicero from 2018 in the Drug and Alcohol Dependence Journal. I had to specifically call this out is that patients who divert it into the community, so sell my own or share my own or whatever, is actually used for the self-treatment of their opioid use disorder. So everything you just said. 79% of the time, Whoa. patients are using this for withdrawal, which is what we've always said. Their friend is going through withdrawal. They share it so they don't have to be miserable. Yeah. And 67% of the time, it's actually given to another person who's already in recovery, but is having difficulty maintaining their recovery. So it's actually being used as an MOUD anyway. Hmm. So the odds are like 70 to 80% used appropriately. Wow. So what we've always quoted is 10% off. Isn't that crazy?
0: Yeah. And, you know, we worry about diversion. And I think that in my. Yeah, I don't know. In my pers- prescribing and monitoring of patients, to me, if I have somebody that's selling every little bit, not taking it and using, yeah, that's that's a problem. But I, even that patient, I probably would not throw out of my program. I'm trying to figure out, okay, what can we try next? You know, right? How exactly. Can we, how can we address this situation? What we, what can we do to help you? That's different. I mean, what what's where's our disconnect here?
1: Which I think is where Sublicator, the injectable buprenorphine, Correct. has really come in handy for us. Yep. But if we're still talking society risk, I love this next statement, the unmet access. So people not being able to access treatment is still far greater harm than the risk of diversion.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. I mean,
1: isn't that an amazing thought to think about it that way? Is like your risk of diversion, people are so afraid of the diversion, but yet they don't have access to treatment. If you don't want people to divert your Suboxone, then open a methadone clinic in downtown Nowhereville. But no one's going to do that. Oh, sorry. You lost pedestal. me. Okay, so we're with you were that. we are so on high the- on your pedestal, I could not hear you. <laughs> political backlash. Here we go. So, everyone always in the political world and society who doesn't understand addiction as well is high diversion, high risk of injection. Um, it's a morality objection or a fear of overdose objection. And so, again, it's all about access to care. And if you're not going to increase the access, I mean, you're gonna have. has to be a balance right now. So bottom line, and this is actually being pushed forward through SAMHSA and ASAM, and SAMHSA is starting to budge, is that it act- well SAMSA did budge. ASAM is starting to turn, is that they favor a trial of the buprenorphine monoproduct if there's adverse effects with From the combo the combo. Product.
0: Yep. I'm all for that.
1: I'm all for that. You know. I mean I've had to do it. And I remember the first patient I've done it on.
0: Wow, what a memory! So my
1: patient, um, it made me uncomfortable. Like you want to question everything, but then mm. the reality is, is we're five years in, and dude, he has an amazing government job. Wonderful. There you go.
0: All right, I think we're done. Oh, thank God. But anyway, <laughs> well, in two you know.
1: days we're going to come back and we're going to talk about similar with this adverse effects and how we can desensitize people who have legitimate. Severe side effects from buprenorphine.
0: Ooh, I'm, uh, I'm just dying to hear that one. So thanks. <laughs> I will let Casey take over and throw a little music in here. We will talk at you later in the week.
2: la, 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 la Now that I've lost everything to you, you say you want to start something new. It's breaking my heart, you're leaving. Baby, I'm grieving. But if you want to leave, take good care. Hope you have a lot of nice things to wear. what the world can do, and it's breaking my heart in two, cause I never want to see you sad girl, don't be a bad girl, if you want to leave take good care, I hope you make a lot of nice friends out there, just remember there's a lot of bad anywhere, oh baby, baby it's a wild world, it's hard to get by. Just remember there's a lot of bad anywhere Ooh baby, baby, it's a wild world. It's hard to get by just a of smile. Ooh baby, baby, it's a wild world. And I'll always remember you.